paper. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, Welcome back to uh, Fuck Leaves. <laughs> Fuck Leaves D and D. Like poor Ukubo bones, dude. <laughs> uh, we're not great RPG, and we're here once again for I almost said the city of Oshawa, but that's not what this is. Yeah, we can make uh, it audible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for oh, the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> I just sink below. <laughs> Disappear. Disappear. Uh, yeah, we're here for the Lost Kings of Adorus. I am Don, your DM for this campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to go around the table. We're, we're short two people again, uh, mm-hmm. which happens. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit of a... the music not playing? It was. It was. I don't know if the song... Uh, All right, there we go. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a... Probably a shorter night tonight. I don't know exactly how long it'll be. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, strap in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves. I'll read the recap, and then we'll... Blast off. Hmm, very good. Space. Why are you like this? I hope so. <laughs> I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Paul, and I play Rin. Once again, that's not Autumn. <laughs> that's not Mike. <laughs> and I'm not Lawrence. <laughs> and I play Shay. And I'm not Lawrence. I'm Don, the DM for this campaign. And I'm going to leave for the recap. <clears throat> no. I've literally no idea what's going on. It's so much better if he doesn't know. I'm going to leave for the recap. Like I said, I have literally no idea what's going on. I want you to leave for the recap. That's fine. I'll fuck off. I feel like you guys were all separated, so you probably should all leave. Okay. Oh, man. I know. We're not. Because everybody was separate. No, no, it's fine. I didn't even play D&D. It's fine. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah, it's fine. Invite us over just to tell us to go. It's fine. When I push the lights, it'll be John first, and then after that, I'm going to go get a drink and take a nap. You can do your own thing in here. It's fine. I'm alone. Very alone. Always. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Vulpix? Uh, alrighty. Time for the recap. Uh, last week's episode, A Familiar Face. Dandelion and Rin arrive outside of the city to a small lake near the western wall. Dandelion poking the water to try and speak with Oberon. Shimmer runs down her arm and boops his nose into the water. Reflection forms into view. Oberon appears and speaks with Dandelion about what has happened and her troubles. Dandelion wants him to make her small again, and he says that he can, but it will be much harder to make her large again afterwards. They discuss the plan, and Dandelion is indeed made small again, one foot tall, hovering, flying off the ground as a fairy once more. Rin asks her to cover her ears for a few moments so he can speak with Oberon, which he calls Ron, explaining why. Uh, Oberon agreeing that that's probably a good plan. Uh, she does so, and Rin asks Oberon why he sent a child to find the mirror and why she hasn't had any help. Oberon tells him that he found Dandelion in a field with no memories, and after Rin asks her real name, uh, he tells Rin that it's a complicated story and that the mirror is extremely important, and that Titania cannot know. He trusts Dandelion with his life and that sending someone to help her would be tough. He isn't sure who else to trust, and the Feywater is drying up. The places where someone could cross planes are controlled by Titania and the Summer Court, which he serves on, and he could not do so without them knowing. Ren tells him that he understands and that he will help look after Dandelion and that he hopes to visit the Summer Court someday. Dandelion says goodbye to Oberon and the two head back towards the city. Ren disguised as a random person and Dandelion flying overhead riding Shimmer disguised as a bird. Uh, in his cell, Marcus rests and prays more after yelling for Jandar. As he does, several guards approach the cell, informing him that he will never see Jandar again. The lead guard introduces himself as Kane and says that he will break Marcus. Marcus tells him that he is unbreakable. 
He tells Marcus why he asks Marcus why he wants to see John Dar, and Marcus tells him that no matter how large and shadowy the tree grows, the flowers beneath it will not all wilt, and that eventually they will endure and survive the shadow. Cain swings at Marcus with brass knuckles wrapped in brass thorned vines. After several blows, he asks Marcus again what is his message for John Dar. Marcus tells him, The same, sir. Marcus is thrown against the wall and held as Cain whips his back with chains. As Marcus falls in and out of consciousness, he has a vision of himself as a child running towards his mother and father on a warm summer morning. She smiles at him and kisses his head and asks him to help pick some of the crops, handing him a small basket. She tells him how much of a great helper he is always. He takes the basket and runs towards the field, looking back at her. She smiles and walks towards him with a basket on her own. Marcus falls and she rushes towards him. As she gets close, his vision flickers with visions of the prison fracturing that of his memory. He is thrown into the cell again, as Cain says, Tomorrow! Leaving Marcus to bleed out on the floor. Shay speaks with some of the cloaked members of Ilmater about their past and learns of a story that has been passed down through the generations of their people about a caged knight who would endure a great pain and be freed. He tells Shay how there were times where they thought this might come to pass, but it had not yet, and perhaps their friend Marcus is this knight. Shay speaks with the others before heading out to people... Uh, people watch throughout the city and collect some things. The people of Imater also tell him that there is more to the story, and should Marcus be this knight, they will share more. That night, Mr. Pigeon heads out and finds Elena at the carnival, which has been set up in the theater district, and tells her the plan to rescue Marcus. He asks if they can hype up the performance tomorrow, as he will be searching for duplicates throughout the city for Twig and himself to perform as an alibi for them. She agrees, and he heads back to fetch Twig. Twig follows him, and the two head back to the theater district, where they come across and perform. Uh, f- come across a performing elf and tabaxi that looks similar to them. After they perform, Mister Hidgen pans them two bags with fifty gold each and beckers for them to come with him. They follow back to the carnival, and Elena informs them of what they will be doing, as well as how much they will be paid. They agree, and then speak with Twig. The female tabaxi looks at Twig's collection of carvings and shows some of her own. The two notice that both of them have a snail and they trade, the tabaxi wearing hers as a necklace. They all practice for uh, for a bit in the big top tent before Mr. Pigeon and Twig head back to sleep for the night. And that is where we will we'll be picking up with our good boy Marcus in prison, having a great time. Hello. I don't have my, my criminal glasses. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's, it's very hard to see. <laughs> so good. It really is. Uh, it's all right. right. How's, how's jail going? It's great. I nice. mean, uh, this is this would be the following, uh, or not like super early morning. I guess you really don't have any way to tell yeah. uh, what time it is. Yeah, there's, no, there's no windows. <laughs> it's dark as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, you wake up feel very groggy and still feel the the stinging of the wounds yeah from the, the lashing yeah mm-hmm. it's it sucks you feel really really poor yeah um you just with kind of every movement as you move around you can feel these lash marks on your back and the the marks on your face from where you were hit yeah um and you just feel like you're a little bit slower to kind of stand as you awaken yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, first things first, once I awaken, I would absolutely want to check and make sure that, like, my armor is still intact and that none of them did anything inappropriate uh, to desecrate or insult it. 
Sure. Uh, yeah, so you see that your stuff is where you left it. Yeah, like um, on the little bench thing. Yeah, you're unsure, obviously, if it's because they did not wish to desecrate your armor more than it has already been desecrated, or mm. if they just didn't ignored think of it, it and yeah. didn't think of it, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, I would sit up once more, obviously, like, give a quick glance over at my physical injuries that mm-hmm. you know I'm imagining like dramatically affected my ability to sleep or anything with any sense of comfort um and I would <sighs> it's also very cold in here so those those wounds <clears throat> on your back from yeah, especially the fact that you don't normally ever wear a shirt mm-hmm. uh it just kind of stings mm-hmm there's obviously not like a breeze or anything like that, but it's just a like a raw cold, okay. just being underground. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I after a few moments of inspecting the armor and making sure that everything is is okay, I would pull out the drift globe from Harrowell and sit in the dark and slowly uh, repeat the command word to cast light and just look into it with a sense of like. Peace and solidarity and solidarity and you know contemplate. Like, sure. I pray that whatever absurd plan I anticipate my companions have been unwilling to absolve themselves of and forego my safety, that it at the very least does not cause them any harm or danger to themselves. Sure. Mm-hmm. You do feel comforted by that uh, kind of cool blue light that radiates from this drift globe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like actually daylight or anything, right? Because I know that's a spell. I, I can do sure daylight or that. just regular light. I'm okay. doing just regular cantrip light. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it is It is kind of like a cool bluish, like almost icy mm-hmm. light. Uh, obviously not cold, but yeah. just that kind of that color. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it does feel calming. It feels as though... Despite her obviously not being here, you do feel her presence in yeah. some way, having uh, kind of imprinted on this magical item before you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sit there and just the pain of your wounds kind of slightly fade and to a dull, like throbbing mm-hmm. as you just <clears throat> sit. Uh, your eyes open or closed? Uh, I mean, my eyes would be open while I look at the light, and honestly, while I inspect my wounds and things like that, I would absolutely thank Torm and Tyr and Shantia for their resilience and guidance and the sense of purpose that they have instilled in me as I, you know, for whatever injuries that I do physically have in terms of mechanics, I would lay on hands and slowly thank them and do my best to seal and pacify any of the injuries that I have. Sure. Yeah, you're able to successfully seal those wounds kind of reaching over and feeling your back Mm -hmm. and just feeling those wounds seal closed. And you you do feel the same comfort that you have known from your gods before. Whether that be something that is definitively a 
not godly influence, but godly presence, or whether sure. it is like a placebo effect. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Marcus would a hundred percent. I don't know if anybody really would be able to tell. I guess as a paladin, you could tell. Like I would just believe divine. that it's spiritual. Yeah, you believe in that nature, it is spiritual. That sure. I am absolutely connected to said things, and yeah. that all grace and service that I have done has been through, at the very least, their influence. Yeah. And you you feel that kind of um, you feel that that divine spiritual energy as you cast your spell and you pray as you do this, mm-hmm. um, and not to keep using the word comfort, but it does bring you a sense of yeah. comfort. You you are used to this feeling, mm-hmm. and you understand that it would be weird if it were not there at mm-hmm. this point. Yep. Nothing that they have done to me has, in my eyes, stripped me of the resolute faith that I possess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You continue to sit there for a while longer, and you once again hear the metal footsteps cracking on the stone in the dark hallway in front of you. Yeah, as soon as I hear the footsteps, I would dismiss the light spell from the drift globe, and once again, I'll stow it inside of the breastplate of my mm-hmm. armor. Yeah. And these footsteps walk towards you as you hear the clanging of these chains kind of like dragging, scraping across this stone towards your cage. Mm -hmm. Morning, sunshine. You and your people do not deserve the sun. And yet we are granted with it. It is a beautiful day. Smiling down on our great city. Not granted, but stolen. (laughs) Well, if I have the power to steal the sun, I don't need it to be granted, do I? No. No, and it is a shame to live a life such a way. I don't see it that way. I understand why you do. I don't think a simple man as you could ever understand the things that I do. (laughs) Simple or no, I enjoy what I do very much. Breaking people like yourself, heretics, brings me real joy. Sure it does. I would stand up and Mm -hmm. I would turn around and I would open my eyes to look at this man. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I described him before as a mm-hmm. short black beard, kind mm-hmm. of pulled back, cropped black hair. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 someone's active today. No more active than ever. Hmm. Ready? As always. Hmm. They walk towards the cage opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They open it and let you walk out. Oh, yeah, no, I would willingly walk out of the cage. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Once again, do you have a message for John Dar? Yes. Tell him that all the pain he has brought upon these people. It will be paid back onto him. 
by people much braver than he has ever been. Hmm. That's a good one. I like that. Same room? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I would mm. walk into the room and just look yep. at the walls. Castles in Fjordane truly are marvelous. They are indeed. And he's going to swing at you. Oh, yeah, no, yep. absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, same as before. These brass knuckle vine yeah, thorns. thorns yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I would obviously do everything within my physical capacity to fight off a grimace sure and look back at him once more and I would begin to slowly talk Obviously, in between blows, I respect that it would be sure, interspersed between it. Absolutely. But I would begin to talk about the stories that my father told me of war and battle, of the times that I saw his courage unyielding in the face of incredible danger, no matter what odds, no matter what seemed to him insurmountable. And that I recognize that he succeeded, even though he died. Sure. Uh, I'll have you make a constitution saving throw with advantage. Sure. Because you were able to pray this morning. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, 13. Okay. So you are able to get these stories out in between these blows without your face yeah, like dramatically or, or dramatically showing. showing. Mm. And the steadfastness in your eyes just mm. completely steeled staring into his as mm. he clearly with resolute cockiness but not the same fiery determination that Marcus has. Mm. As your father taught you how to read a man and see the true person that he is, Mm -hmm. you know that this is a weak person Mm -hmm. deep down. Yeah. Absolutely. I would, at one point, upon realizing that, There are the other guards in this room. Mm-hmm. Still, again, like, encircling me. Yeah, they're just standing around in a circle as he just beats you. Yeah, I would, at one point, upon sensing that, if you would permit, I would love to attempt to duck under one of his blows as I see it coming. Mm-hmm. And as, like, his... Is he throwing, like, jabs, or is he throwing, like, hooks, like, wider punches? It's a mix. It's mostly just pummeling jabs sure yeah Yeah. i mean as i am standing here i would attempt to i respect that he's got like the knuckles and things on sure i would attempt to like dodge underneath one reach my arm up to try to catch him around his forearm sure and then just look up at him and smile sure if you would permit me to at least attempt that absolutely okay uh what would you like me to make hmm I'd say that you can for sure 
do it. Uh, it's just a matter of what to roll to determine if it, like, overwhelms your... I'm just going to let it happen. I think it's cool. It's up to you. I mean, like, I will say if you want it to be based upon how swiftly I can move, I'm fine with it being, like, a dex check. If you want to classify it as, as like, a pseudo-grapple or something along sure, those lines. Sure, we can do it as a grapple. Sure. That works. So that's athletics for me and then either acrobatics or athletics for you. Sure. I am going to utilize... Did my con save use my inspiration? No. Okay. I will utilize my inspiration for it. Sure. <laughs> I rolled a pair of sixes as a 12. Okay. Uh, I mean, dude, if you get me, you get me. I, I, I will sure. always understand that it is a game, and yeah. the cool thought is wonderful, sure. but it's still a game, and the dice still count. Yeah, he rolls a nine, okay. uh, plus two. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I've got a twelve. Okay. Then Do yeah. I? Yeah, you, you grab his arm as he punches down, and he just kind of goes to pull back, and you just grip around his wrist. Mm-hmm. And I would smile and squeeze only for a moment and then I would let go as soon as I feel him begin to like very heavily pull back against me and I would look in his eyes and say all the might of men in this world will never overcome nature Shantia grows no man can stop that I don't wish to I only wish to stop man Try all you might. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would it's release and pull his hand back yep. and absolutely, you know, go back to once again not in any way fighting it off. Sure. And I would instead begin to talk about the days in which I learned from my mother and the elders inside of Goldview how to appropriately and safely till earth and recognize how important all the various things that go into a life can possibly be for the natural elements that fuel and sustain and spur us have their own sense of order and that the chaos of man, man cannot and will not prevent it. You do this as he continues to swing down at you. And as this continues, this because he is continually pummeling your head, you get you start to get a little dizzy. bit dizzy. Mm-hmm. Your speech starts to slur a little bit as mm-hmm. you're kind of seeing spots in your vision as he continues to pummel you. And his punching gets quicker the longer you talk and stay awake. Mm-hmm. And he, as you finish this yeah. speech... He cracks into your temple with one of these uh, points, mm-hmm. and you hear an immense ringing in your ears as your vision fades to black, mm-hmm. and you just you hear that like warbled flashbang speaking yeah. as they. You can't comprehend what's being said, but you hear a number of voices, mm-hmm. and you feel yourself being thrown against a wall. Mm-hmm. But the pain is dulled from just this complete, unconscious, unconscious, unaware Mm -hmm. 
and you feel yourself being dragged. And as your ears, as this ringing starts to fade, you hear Kane's voice ring out. String him up. He has to live. But he doesn't have to like it. And you feel yourself being lifted mm-hmm. and your hands pulled to oh, your I sides know. behind you, yeah. Like up. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you pass out. Mm-hmm. And you wake up sometime later in the dark and you feel yourself legs bound to something behind you, your arms bound above you, mm-hmm. wrapped in mm-hmm. these like red cloth like chain type things that are just mm-hmm. stringing you to something behind you that you can't see mm-hmm. and you still have this ever so slight ringing in your ears as you are hooked up to something yeah. in this room mm-hmm. yeah it would feel obviously that I can't really move yeah and it's total dark in here uh, yeah, it's it's dim darkness. It's what it was before. There are okay. torches, uh, like, on the outside in the walls in the distance. Sure. Yeah, so it's it's dim light. Do I have a sense of, like, the size of the room that I'm in? Uh, it's still your cage. Oh, it's yeah, still you're still in your cage. Okay. Yep. I mm-hmm. wasn't sure whether or not I had been moved. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, you're still in your cage. Am I facing outward, or am I facing inward towards where my things were? Uh, you're facing... So you're facing towards where your things were. You can't see behind, behind me. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would, you know, obviously, I would imagine being racked with pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you, you can feel blood kind of trickling down from your temple and from your wrists, wrists where you yeah. have been, like, crudely mm. pulled back in mm. this device. Would my father have ever given me any sense of like what drawn and quartering would have been in terms of like punishments for court-martialed people or like I know that my father's primary mm-hmm. thing would not obviously have been to tell me and regale me with staged execution. Sure. No, I think he would have at least given you kind of uh, I mean, to be honest I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong I think he would have been very like kind of stoically straight with you about stuff sure. like the realities of life of like there's some fucked. horrible stuff yes. and shit is fucked like yes. i'm not going to sugarcoat this yeah, for no, you no that's that's very fair because okay. you need to be prepared for things correct yeah no that that feels very fitting yeah uh yeah no then i would absolutely like you know feel upon feeling the blood dripping down the sides of my face from where i was struck and like seeing my arms banded up and you know various wounds over my body and torso and stuff like bleeding down I would look and I would try to make sure that I am not bleeding on the male yeah it's far enough away from you and you are you are not the male looks untouched good I would then once again whisper the elven words from Harrowill to cast light from inside of the drift globe yeah because it's still within Mm -hmm. the certain number of feet for me yeah and it illuminates out through the arms and the top of this, mm-hmm. just kind of casting it in a really yeah. badass-looking, like, mm-hmm. blue and 
shadowy light this yeah. fucking black plate mail yeah. with a silver hand mm-hmm. oh yeah where no, you're that's... you're not getting like the full light out of it it's just kind of this like residual glow especially with mm-hmm. the mail being black and kind of containing the reflection of this light mm-hmm. it is just glowing from this like an iridescent blue light that mm-hmm. gives you enough light to see yeah. uh but obviously not like wildly bright and I would think back to what was, in my understanding, effectively the same kind of rack that my father was executed on in Goldview. And so was my father, or so was my mother. And I would whisper that I am coming home. And then I would try to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels good for me. All right. Send in the boy. The young master. Yes. <laughs> I, I knew who you meant. <laughs> I will drink one for you, Volpix. choice you've no, been invited to dinner oh, it's not, you don't know it's not a choice okay you don't know that it's a choice you don't right. know what this is all you got is a letter so uh, i just uh purchased the thing yep yes yeah, so you purchased the thing you head back to your room um dandelion goes back to her room afterwards uh and you're kind of like going through your belongings making sure that you have everything and you find in it that letter <clears throat> master writ Bordanian Office of Commerce would like to cordially invite you to meet with us. Dinner will be provided after. Please return this letter to the main office located on King's Way. Elizabeth Blake. Front office. Signature. And a really bad signature. Yes. I know anybody by the name of Blake? No. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So you find that in your belongings. Hmm. So this would have been with my back, my regular backpack, which would have had just regular shit in it. So yep. Yeah, it was with anything else. Mm-mm. No, that was with your stuff that was that you had I left in the tavern. Magic on all sure. Left. I'm just gonna Absolutely. keep everything. Absolutely. <laughs> you. Hmm. Keeping it all. Hmm. Other than what's in my bag of holding, which obviously I would have kept to myself. Sure. Me. Hmm. Did they slip anything in here? Um, so I will tell you, I'm going to make a slight modification to a spell. Oh, no. No, no, you're not. 
So you don't find a thing, um, but you're detecting magic, and on the letter itself, you detect divination magic. Second, because mm-hmm. I'm actually so. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh. What do you think it is? I mean, the only divination spell. <laughs> uh, I don't have any lead on me. All right. Uh. So I will. <laughs> <laughs> Take this letter, pack up my stuff. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that this is entirely your decision. You do not have to do this, but it is entirely up to you. I am putting that in your hands. I will not tell you that there is or is not danger involved, and I will not tell you that they are going to give you a choice to pick sides. You don't have to reveal your hand to them. They have simply given you a letter Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm still in my uh, disguised form. Yes. I'm assuming I have like another 45 minutes, mm-hmm. half hour. Absolutely, you do. Yeah. I'll, um, God damn it. With this letter in my hand and open my heart, I'll collect my belongings. Mm-hmm. So I'll put on my little backpack and mm-hmm. my bag of holding. Uh, I'm going to put on my black cloak. Okay, I mean, sure. I know I'm, I'm, I am disguised stealth, so it doesn't matter as much, but I'm going to put on my uh, cloak so that way it's like underneath of my disguise. Sure, absolutely. Covering my backpack. And your other stuff. My bag of holding. And sure, my absolutely. Um, and I will uh, head out mm-hmm. of my room. And I'm, uh, I'm going to go down to King's Way mm-hmm. with this letter in my hand, hiding, like, that says Master Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, sure. Um, and when I get close enough to Kingsway, as long as nobody's disturbed me, I will dip into an alley mm-hmm. and attempt to stealthily remove disguise self. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. You're able to do that. Uh, and come out the other side. So sure, that way... yes, you dip into an alley and, and pop around. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, make a stealth check for me. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. You're in an alley, so it's, it's not going to be a, you know, but... Sorry, I'm getting used to using this. Oh, goodness, I don't have any dice out. Let me get my Arthas dice so that way I definitely <laughs> succeed. Either it's a nat 1 or a nat 20. Let's go. Uh, where are you? Yeah, there you are. That'll be a 22 with bonus. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you are not noticed. You dip your way into... Let's see what street. Uh, how, how far from... King's Way, would you stop? Probably, probably like two or three. I don't know. I'm just going to say blocks, but yeah, probably sure. two or three. So that way I'm a decent distance away from any guards that would maybe be in the area. Sure, absolutely. So I'll say what you do is you dip down uh, Steam Walk, which is two streets down from King's Way. There's two more streets. Uh, and you pass several bathhouses and massage parlors and brothels. And as you dip down an alleyway, uh, you see steam coming out from one of the windows. You dip through that to conceal yourself, drop it, and continue through. Great, perfect. Now, yes. if I had, I'm assuming had I failed, 
I would have dipped into an alleyway where somebody was, you know. Yeah, you, or, or somebody might have seen something. If you, you didn't see them and they saw you, something like that. But okay. yeah, you, you successfully uh, use your, 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 your young master skills and, and dip your way through an alleyway uh, and are not seen. All right. As far as you're aware. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm going to... Open your heart. <laughs> Strutting your way downtown. Yep. Catch me if you can, mm-hmm. fuckers. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you make your way to King's Way, and you do see a building labeled the Office of Commerce. It is a like four or five story building that kind of towers on the edge of this street. You see the castle behind it. Uh, it is a brick building. You can see there are several windows on the way up, and there is a door with a guard standing outside there are guards like every other building on this street right uh due to it being you know like a commerce uh important district okay about how long does it take me to make that walk uh, all, the, all the way it's probably probably about five minutes it's not too bad um it's not that far it's only you started on you were on hearth lane so it's one two three four five six seven Eight, nine. It's ten streets, but it's you're going this way, not the long way. Right. So you're going the short way. So, so like five minutes? Yeah, about five minutes, yep. Alright, let me just double check something here real sure. quick. Because, Absolutely. Uh, I'm new to this. Mm-hmm. Doing all these. You know, since I in my first campaign, when I was an arcane trickster, I wasn't actually an arcane trickster. So right. <laughs> never actually played like a real caster mm-hmm. uh, early game. Let's take a look here. <laughs> I just want to make sure I didn't fuck up something. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so it's not... Okay, yeah, that's what makes it good. All right, I just just double-checking Disguise Self real quick. Sure. So, um, all right, so I'd say I'd have, like, five minutes left on my Detect Magic. Would you say that there's a visual indicator that I'm detecting magic, like my eyes are blue or something? Uh, uh, would you say that there's, like, an arcane? No, I don't think that there is a visual for that. I think once you've casted it... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm essentially asking you as the DM. You don't. It doesn't matter. Sure, I'm just. What, I'm thinking. If for flavor, if you want it to be like, sure. it's obvious when someone's concentrating on it. You know. Sure. Um, I would say that as a spellcaster, you would understand that if someone else was detecting magic, they would know that you are detecting magic. Okay. Or if there is a, a ward that detects magic in the area, it would know. Otherwise, okay. it but would there's not. no visual indicator. Correct. No. Otherwise. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. No. I'll. Uh, I'll wave to a guard and walk yeah, in. Absolutely. <laughs> so you enter to this very nice, like oak floor room with uh, with some like plants on the side, brick walls, uh, the same as the outside of this building, and you walk up to a desk and you see a. Let me. She's. And obviously nothing magical immediately. No. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing magical immediately. <laughs> Great. Uh, let me. My poor wizard bones. My poor wizard bones. I gotta just check the the other recap and make sure to see. I think she's a human, but I just want to double check. Okay. That was this one. Don, give me an excuse to say cowabunga it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the excuse. (laughs) 
I just wrote woman, so she's a human woman. Okay. Because uh, that makes the most sense, and I just wanted to make sure that I didn't give that description to somebody else. So, yeah, she is a human woman, um, and you can see that there is a little placard on her on this front desk that says Elizabeth Blake, uh, front desk office of commerce. And she looks up when you come in, and there's another guard standing in the corner by the stairs. Uh, yes, how can I help you? Just silently walk up to her and hand her the letter. She... Ah, yes, of course. Uh, He's right upstairs. He'll take you, and she points to the garden. He turns and beckons up the stairs. I'll go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You walk towards the stairs, and... uh... Come on, play the combat music. Combat (laughs) horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, you, you walk towards the stairs, and you make your way up this spiral... Yeah, this is too happy. <laughs> this is too happy. Uh, yeah, you begin walking up this spiral staircase that as you get to each floor, there is like a door that leads to presumably another floor. And you are led up these five floors to the top where there is a landing and you see a brick wall with a set of dark mahogany doors at the top of them. And the placard above it says, John Dar, uh, Duke of Commerce. And the guard beckons. Is it just inside? As the letter says, dinner will be provided after your meeting. Thank you. Of course. You may let yourself in. Oh. Yep. You crack the door and push it open. Yep. And you walk in and... Bah! <laughs> Great. No. Um, so you see a uh, an office filled with books and papers on bookshelves along the walls. Uh, as you walk in, there are two chairs sitting in front of a very large dark mahogany desk and behind it you see an elvish man with long silver hair long slender ears wearing a robe uh blue with gilded trim and he is scribbling something on his desk and he looks up ah master rin i presume yes john dar yes indeed he stands and beckons you to sit in one of the chairs. This visually matches the picture that I saw. It earlier. does. Okay. Mm-hmm. It does. Yep. I'll take a. I'll take a seat. Yeah. He reaches out and shakes your hand. Yep. Extend my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm still. I'm still running it. Yep. <laughs> What's in this room? What's going on? Yeah. Anything. So, anything glowing? <laughs> uh. Yeah. So you can see that. Uh. There are things around the windows. There are spells around the windows. There are spells around the door. Uh, Abjuration, I'm assuming. Uh, is it spells or is it runes? Is it scary runes? It is abjuration. You do see abjuration, okay. yes. Okay. Um, and are you, where are you looking specifically? I guess I would just take in the room, and sure. I would be looking at him. Though. Sure, so absolutely. If anything in yeah, my so out of, out of your side. Yeah. yeah. Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you see that, like, the windows and doors for sure have abjuration magic on them. Great. You notice when you were walking up and as you walked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also certain things on the bookshelf that are marked with that same abjuration magic. Ooh. Yeah fun mm-hmm. and uh as i'm concluding shaking his hand i'll kind of like look to sit down sure look kind of like glance around the room as i'm sitting mm-hmm. you know just taking it all in yeah uh you know you don't you don't see anything that would be like uh there's a, a big thing that's gonna launch arrows at you from the wall <laughs> great great uh, there's, there's no you know poison spray in the chair <laughs> great great uh, i'm not i didn't build indiana jones so <laughs> yeah 
Uh, yeah, so he, you, you sit comfortably in this chair, and he walks and sits behind his desk. It's a very curious disguise and name that you've chosen for yourself. What do you mean? Come now, don't be coy with me. You looked at me during the parade. I saw you, plain as day. And then I find a Master Rin staying in the frazzled fox. I <laughs> smile a little bit, like, kind of awkwardly. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get it. What are you talking about? You're usually much more direct than this. I'm surprised you've changed in the years since we've seen each other last. Sorry, I don't... See, furrows his brow and kind of looks frustrated. Who do you think I am? He reaches down and pulls open his desk, and you see him trace something oh, in good. his desk. Uh-huh. And above you, you didn't look up. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! You, you feel something illuminate on the ceiling as light cascades down on you, bathing you in what you would perceive to be as a man that's been outside, moonlight. Do I get a... Can I try and get out of it? Well, you it, it, it immediately casts on you. Nothing happens. You don't feel anything. There's no pain. You just are bathed in moonlight, and he looks very confused. I apologize. I suppose there must have been a case of mistaken identity, and he traces back in the desk, and it... What was that? Uh... It's a way that I'm able to tell who's who. My mistake. I deeply apologize. I thought you were someone else. What can I help you with, Master Rin? Um, well, I, I, uh, it's a little, I'm sorry, it's a little off-putting to bathe me in light. Uh, yes. Like that. Uh, but... The light of the lady. Sure. Um... That's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> uh, so yes, I, I'm. Have you heard who I actually am, or I guess who you thought I wasn't? Yes, a um, emissary from a far off land. Yes, from the kingdom of Valinor. Not familiar with it. Where is this kingdom? It's to the south. Well, Arbor is to the south. Further south. In the trees, then? Yes. Interesting. We're looking to establish trade with the kingdom of Fjordane. What resources does this kingdom have to offer to Fjordane? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Give me a second Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Take your time. Absolutely. Take your time. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, mostly uh, fruits, wine, hmm. simple pleasures. Interesting. Fjordane, I'm afraid, has no shortage of wines. Tastes like piss. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I prefer elvish wine, personally. You're in luck. Hmm. I may not have my ears, <laughs> but it is an elvish kingdom. Very interesting. The Valinor elves, then, I presume there are more 
hidden in the trees below the kingdom of Arbor with fruits and lovely comforts. Yes, indeed. Very interesting. And they sent you all this way to offer our great kingdom wines and fruits. As we wish to rejoin the world. Very interesting. Well, I would be happy to take down some details of uh, what things your kingdom does have in terms of uh, specific fruits and, and uh, different types of wines. Uh, of course. I would be glad to uh, send someone to speak about concrete details about a deal or have someone come to us. Sure. I would then go ahead and give him the details of what exactly they sure. have and yeah. what they're willing to trade. Sure, absolutely. You can off-stream give me what information you would give him. Yeah, sure. Just so I have uh, in your mind what Rin would give to him, not telling him about the other... <laughs> not telling him about the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, not telling him about the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies again for the case of mistaken identity. You understand with being a Duke of Commerce, I do meet a great many people. Yes, so I'm now going to look up at where it came from. Sure. As my spell is probably almost concluding. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um... It's almost a Calabunga moment. <laughs> uh, it's like if I took even a point of damage. Oh! Uh, yes, yeah, so you see, you see an evocation uh, rune, like the school of evocation symbol, scraped into the ceiling. Okay. In a very small symbol, basically right above where your chairs are. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, so may I ask what that was about? Do you have a game you're playing with someone? No, 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 no. Just an old friend that I thought I saw in the crowd uh, likes to hide. And what, that reveals him? Yes. What's his name? <laughs> Their name is Ren. Ren? Yes. You understand. The <laughs> mistake. It wouldn't be very... <laughs> I would really be thrown in your face. Yes. <laughs> I had thought it was rather cocky of her. Her? Yes. Ah. Such as the strange disguise. And the name. I mean, yeah. Funny, though. Yes. But yes, we will um, look forward to meeting more people from your elvish kingdom in the trees. Yes, the others... Will not look like me. Understood, yes, I do understand. How did you come to find yourself to be an emissary for Valinar? <sighs> well, that's a, that's a bit of a long story. We have time. Dinner's coming. Uh, well, I was left out in the woods to die, and my father, being a ranger of the Valinar elves, found me. Hmm. Took me in. From there, I... Worked in the wine, uh, the um, vineyards for a while as a kid, and I eventually went to school and learned of the arc. Uh, I'm trying to phrase this yeah, in a way that's not. I studied the arcane. Sure. Make a deception check because you did lie about the vineyards thing. No, I didn't. I did. Okay. It is in my backstory. Okay. I'll have to. I'll, yeah. 
Oh yeah, you're right. You're it's right. You're it was right. a very minute detail. You're right. You did do that before you did that, so that's not a lie. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> very interesting. Your parents were, what, campers in the woods? Killed by bears? Beasts? I don't know. Hmm. You don't know... Were you young? Don't remember your home? Only a baby. Hmm. I, we, uh, yeah. I didn't say that I did it, so are you going to punish me? They're <laughs> hidden! They're hidden, Don! They're in! <laughs> They're in! Great deception. For what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. God damn it. You just want me to roll deception? I do. So much. Where is it? Oh, I'm not good at it. I'm not charismatic. Why am I an emissary? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been a sorcerer! I should have been a fucking sorcerer! <laughs> Ooh, that's an eight. Okay, he rolled a f- he rolled really low, so he rolled a five total. So, <laughs> yay! Uh, so he did. Very interesting story, Master Rin. Terribly sorry for your loss, though I suppose you didn't know them. No. Hmm. The woods are a dangerous place. I'm aware. As is the world. It doesn't seem so bad. There is good and evil in this world. Just kind of stare at him at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know. A lot of bad people that would take advantage of things. Indeed. Hmm. What can I get you to eat? Uh, Anything you'd like. We a Fjordanian delicacy be nice. Absolutely. Try, try what you guys like on this side of the continent. Very good. We'll be up in a few moments. So he just kind of like looks off and casts what you would recognize as message. Okay. Hmm. So these elves, do you know how your people came to live in those woods? Yes, they eventually settled down. Long ago, I presume, if they're unknown. Yes, very long ago. Mm. Not fighters, then. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fine. It's not like it's not. It's fine. Oh, baby. Uh, wait. I have a zero on that, right? Deception. Yeah, mm-hmm. eighteen. Don't, don't you scum me. So he ties you with an 18. So he does not know. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what I, you know what I Okay. All I mean, right. I'll tell you, at best, you see him kind of like twinge his eyes a little bit. That's why. That's why. I'll, I'll try to reinforce it so he believes. Sure. Please don't make me roll again. <laughs> That's why my people hid away. Understandable. Not wishing to cause conflict with the other races in the world is... A noble pursuit, I suppose. So noble. Hmm. Yes. Farmers, then. All yes. these fruits and wines. It's a very nice place. Hmm. Well, perhaps I will see it someday. You should visit. He just kind of, like, adjusts his cloak. Can I tell what type of elf he is? Uh, is he yeah, elf? so he, he's, he's a high elf. High elf? Yes. Okay, I figured. Mm-hmm. You 
how long did it take you to get here? You traveled all this way alone? Uh, for the most part. Hmm. I don't know the exact amount of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's been what? Uh, two weeks? Uh, Let me check. Like, plus leave, me leaving. Plus you leaving. So I don't, yeah. know, I don't know the travel time from when I picked them up. Yeah, so it had been. When it was me and old Elfmo. Yeah, so. It was day 17. A while ago, so yeah, you, I'll say it's like two weeks. Yeah, I'll say like yeah, two yeah. Weeks. it's probably been, yeah, you can say two weeks. It's probably been like we're getting closer to a month, I guess. Yeah, with, so, the, with the additional time, but yeah, because realistically, if I don't stop, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah like two weeks. about, about two fine. weeks. Sure. It's quite the long way to travel. It's what, pretty far. What do your people want from Fjordain to trade? What oh, are their goals? I see. You have a lot of men in tin armor. Yes. We could use metals. We, we, don't have, need, we don't need nearly as much as you possess. Of course. We have no shortage of metals. But perhaps we could trade. There is much to be discovered, I'm sure, about those forests. There's not much known about them. They're not safe. Traveling through them is no small feat. Hmm. And yet you were able to do so safely. Are there paths we should know about? Are there... Is there some way for us to get through safely? Yes, with an escort. Hmm. Of course. How do we summon one of these escorts if we arrive at the woods? Uh, you wouldn't be able to uninvited. Understood. Perhaps you yourself could escort us someday. I could. That would be wonderful. How long do you plan to stay in Greymoor? Do you have other stops on your journey, Master Wren? No, not really. Uh, I can stay as long as needed if you need additional information or time to prepare to send an envoy with me. Very good. Where are you staying now? I don't remember what the place was called, the initial place. Frazzled the Frazzled Fox. Fox. Yeah. I was staying at the Frazzled Fox. You found other lodgings then? Not yet. Still thinking. Yeah. There's a couple other places, I believe. Right? Yes, there are many taverns and inns within this city. Which ones would you recommend? Hmm. Frazzled Fox was nice, but the... Morning staff, I did not find to my liking. <laughs> they did not deliver milk to the <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> Apologies, I don't know what income you're working with in terms of lodgings. Uh, More modest or high end? I see, so my income has to do with it. Well, you don't have any lodgings for visitors? Perhaps we could put you up in a room, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> this way, if I need to find you, I'll know where you are. To speak with you more about this kingdom. 
on steam walk. There is an inn called the Looking Glass. It is one I would highly recommend. If you speak to the, uh, the owner, Edgar, I will make sure he is aware that you will be stopping by and have a room ready for you. Thank you very much. Of course. Happy to help any way I can an emissary from so far away. <laughs> Is there, uh... I guess contempt or... Not disbelief, but... Sure. Uh, I guess I'm trying to get a sense of what... Sure, yeah, roll, roll inside check. It's... I I can I can feel the venom. Sure, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. That is an eighteen. Okay. Um. So you get the impression from him. He doesn't to you with that role seem to be untrustworthy necessarily. Well, you, so I mean, I know I already know that he is. So. Rin knows. But from physically speaking to him, the way that he speaks doesn't immediately just from the insight check. You can you're as a character can make whatever interpretations okay. of that you want. But physically, the way that he is talking, uh, it's more that he is with that role. He seems to just be making conversation. You don't really see like a deeper pull from that. Okay. With the understanding that you don't know what I rolled. Okay. You naturally me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and Rin knows that he is not a good person, which yeah. is why you have withheld information purposely. Right. So. As he tells you to go to the looking glass, the double doors open, and a, like, maitre d'-dressed uh, human walks in holding two trays and he sets one down in front of you pulling a table from the one side of the room and setting it in front of you and you can see that on this plate in front of you is piled high with mashed potatoes with gravy a large steak and roasted vegetables with a glass of wine red wine and the same in front of John Dar. Mm-hmm. I will as the plate is placed mm-hmm. in front of John Dar, I'll mage hand the glass of wine in front of me to him. Sure. Like, to the other side. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Got two. Like I said, piss. <laughs> this is elvish wine. None of the Fjordanian, Fjordanian garbage here. I see. Yes. And I will... I'll leave it there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He will... Mage handed back to you. Damn it. In case you change your mind, it is quite delicious. And he picks up his own and takes a sip and sets it back on the table. I'll, I'll start to... I'll begin to cut my steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. This is the most delicious food pretty much that you've had in terms of, like, quality of ingredients 
uh, and the way that it is prepared. And you can tell that this is expensive yes. if you were to pay for it's it. It's a nice cut. Okay. Yeah, it's, this is like, in some of the other taverns and things, you've had what would I would describe as like a home-cooked meal, like really good. Yeah. But this is like high-class expensive. Like that guy that came in just only cooks. <laughs> yes. That's all he does. <laughs> Or th- that guy only delivers the food and somebody else oh, right. eats yeah. all they I mean, cook. Yeah, yeah. yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll eat my food, make a little bit of small talk with them. Sure. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll halfway through, I'll kind of like pick up the wine and give it a nice smell check. Sure. Uh, so you get the sensation of apple and blueberry. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I know what you like, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, So where did you say this is from? Oh, this is from an elvish kingdom to the north, Yathalna. Yathalna. Yes. Yathalna. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Just give me a second here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it would be west of here. We would have said west, not west. Yeah, yeah, west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have it imported. So can I make a history check? Because I know it. I know you, sure. I mean, I can't find it. So. I'm trying to think of, of what things I would have told you about you. I don't think you did. Oh, no, it's a natural one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 my bonus? My bonus. Okay. <laughs> it's five total. Sure. You remember that it's an elvish kingdom to the west over the Mistlands. It's, is he from it? Uh... He didn't say. Okay. He just said that it's imported from Yathalna. No, not him. Oh, oh, so, oh. Pigeon. Uh, you don't remember? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You remember, you remember yeah. the name. Drink. Yeah. It's delicious. It's mm. like a very sweet, fruity wine. It's uh, strong, but not like wildly strong. It is just, it is very good. Delicious. This is wine. Yes. I quite like it. It's very good. So you finish your meal and, and mm-hmm. finish with the wine. Well, Master, and this has been incredibly productive. Is there anything else that I can do for you? No, no. I'm, I've enjoyed the welcome. Very good. I will be seeing more of you, I assume. Yes. The looking glass. I'll kind of, as I get up, I'll yeah. give him the traditional bow. Yeah, he bows his head at you and I'll take my leave thank you for coming thank you for having me be safe out there will do and you walk out and pull the door shut and the guard is standing outside and uh-huh. he walks you back down the stairs uh what does this guard look like is he guard plus is he guard regular is guard plus guard plus yeah, this is, uh what's this he got sword shield guard. what are we looking at what yeah, can he's, I he's got he's got sword and shield sword and shield yeah, sword and sword, board sword and board elf human human He's like 6'6". Six, six. So I can disguise myself as <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, I'll follow him down. Cool. Yeah, you follow him down, and uh, he walks you back out the stairs, and you walk I'm past. S- sorry, I don't think I got your name, friend. Norman. Norman? Yeah. Where do you like to hang your hat, Norman? <laughs> At my house. I mean, when you're not there. You drinker? Yes. I drank in the wharf. The wharf? Is that yes. the best place? It's a tavern called the Sagan Dragon. <laughs> I've got to go to that. <laughs> the Sagan Dragon? Sagan Dragon. 
Why is, why is it called that? It's run by a fat dragonborn. I was going to guess dragonborn, but that's great. Yes. Makes Does he make the ale? Just his tavern. Just his tavern? Sounds good. I'll have to check it out. It's very nice. Well, I'll be seeing you, Norman. Have a good day, Master Rin. I'll wave and head out. Yeah. Elizabeth just kind of nods at you as you leave. Take care. Ghoster. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you headed? Back to... Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> woo! Yeah, so... Uh, without looking at the map, because I don't want to, like, bog down on, like, Sure, kinda, sure, sure. Yep. Um, yeah, I will walk towards... So, the looking glass, depending on where it is... Mm-hmm. So, where I was was south, correct? Uh, yes. So... Yeah, Steam And the, walk the looking glass would be... On Steam Walk. Would so it be east? So, it would be... So, you're at the northernmost... Uh, on the west side of the city. It's one, two, three streets down somewhere on that street. Where you were was another eight streets down. Great. So So I'm going to turn down that street. Yep. And then dip in an alleyway there. Sure. The same one. Yeah, whatever one. Yeah, probably the same. Steam walking. Yeah, probably the same same one. Because I want to make it look like I am going there. Absolutely. And then disguise self come out the other side looking like uh the same the same disguise that i had from earlier sure absolutely uh so i'll have to cast that uh am i out of spell slots am i am i Ooh, last one (laughs) (laughs) uh all right yep uh stealth check Oh no. 15. Okay. Alright. Yeah, you keep walking. I mean, I'm in an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you disguise self. Alright, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make your way back to the uh, last lantern. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, dude number two from Murdoch's Dude number two <laughs> from Murdoch's crew. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you going back into your room? Uh, or would you like sit out in the lower part of the tavern? I'd like... probably sit out uh, looking for anybody else. Okay, cool. Um, or I would tr- attempt to go into the secret area where everybody is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You okay. would be let back into the secret area. Are you sitting out in the secret area? Because there's space for you to like sit and drink in the secret area yes. as well. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, let me call back. They should assume that that is for the other two and not Marcus who's in prison. All right. And you can stay. I'll see if they want to do anything individually. If not, they can... uh, If they want to talk about anything, or if you want to talk about anything with them. No, it's John. I'm breaking him out. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's just... It's you two. (laughs) I had to. You had me for a second. I was like... Who was was sitting on John? Is that Pip? Yeah. He was licking his arm. Very good. As he does. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, Dandelion, you made your way back mm-hmm. uh, and kind of hung out in the tavern proper, uh, or in the lower part of the tavern for a bit. Shay, you did your errands and made your way back. And uh, we'll say, would you have sat in the like lower part of the tavern with Dandelion? Would you have gone to your room? Um, did you want to describe what Shay sees when he? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Dandelion is a foot tall and has fairy wings. 
forgot about that. That's yeah. a good thing to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Dandelion is a foot tall and has fairy wings. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, did I get components or did I get the thing? Did I need to make a thing? If I needed to make a thing, I probably would have sat off to the side to make a thing. Uh, I would say you probably would have had to make compo- get components, yeah, because without going into the, like, seedier areas mm-hmm. of the city to specifically look for poisons, it would be weird if other places just, like, sold that on the street. But I would say you know how to buy the components to make something yeah. out of so things. So I, I would have been sitting off to the side doing that. Okay. Probably Still in the area, but just... Probably in my room. Okay. Um... If I heard her come back, I would have sure. acknowledged the small. Yes. But otherwise been... Sure. Grinding away. Doing what I do. Sure. You know? After that's completed, would you have gone back out and, like, sat? Um, how many of those people are still here? Uh, they would have left by now. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it was down to just our normal group of people, then yeah, yeah I probably would have. Okay, sure. Or at least kicked the door open. <laughs> yeah, and sure. Relaxed a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dandelion, you're kind of just sitting, like, kicking your feet for a little bit. Is there anything um, you want to be doing, have done? I do have a question. Sure. My belongings. Yes. They sure didn't shrink. Anything you had on you. Anything you had on, you did. Anything else, for sure, did not. So it depends on what so, you brought with you. I mean, I... Wanda Smiles is about the size of you now. <laughs> <laughs> so would it be, like, the stuff that... Like, it would have been the stuff that Oberon specifically made big that shrank back down, right? Like, did the uh, other stuff no. shrink? No, I would say that um, the things that are physically on your person, it would work kind of like in large reduce where it would shrink with you. The things that were on your person when you went. So my daggers are basically just little like dinner. Yeah, yeah you have little point. dinner knives. Yeah. Um. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. So then what's like the, the radius of your Eldritch Blast? Can you just like hit people in the eyes? <laughs> just the eyes individually. It's actually the full height of her body just. <laughs> 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 the blast of energy. I don't know if that changes. It wouldn't nerf the damage, just being smaller. Um, you just are a small like a fairy. Puff of <laughs> yeah. hair in your eye. Just uh, cayenne pepper right to the eyes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't remember which items I brought with me. I'm not too concerned yeah. about it, to be honest. If there's something that you want to do I'm just trying to figure out you. if there's something funny. Sure. Um, but, like... Like the old blacksmith's gloves. I don't know if I had them on my No, I kind of like them to be gigantic. <laughs> yeah. That seems fun. I could probably fit in one of those. Yeah, you, yeah, you could probably ride in a glove. Um, uh, I do kind of like that. That's fun. How much do you weigh? I am considered tiny. So, so what like, is that? Wait. <laughs> it's like I mean, it's, seven pounds. Oh, it, great. Are you, you're out in the open? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, am I out in the open? Yeah, in the open. Like in the tavern? Yeah. Yeah. Mage hand. I can lift you. I have yeah, wings. One pound, I know. eight pounds. <laughs> but it's funny. So I'd say you'd be on the heavier end, so you're eight pounds. Eight pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so a spectral hand appears below you. 
I would also say that it would be weird if Scarlet didn't acknowledge the fact that you were a fairy. So yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Because uh, that would be odd if she didn't say yeah. anything. So you would uh, disguise the shimmer, like fly over the patrons as a bird sails mm-hmm. through the tavern as everyone's like, what the... I mean, was there like, like a window or anything I could go Uh Yeah, there was... Um, <laughs> I would have not just Sure, like... absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. There wouldn't be a window into the kitchen because there's a secret door in there, so that would be weird mm-hmm. if there was, but there's one towards the back half of the tavern that you could like zip into and zip mm-hmm. into the kitchen. And we'll kind of roll this back to have been done before because it doesn't matter mm-hmm. in terms of the timing. And Scarlet just like looks up at this bird and just like reaches down for a broom... And, like, just slowly reaches it towards the bird. Without, like, malicious intent. Just kind of, like, trying to get it to land on it. I, like, jump and grab the broom. Oh, my God! Why are you small? I was big. Yes! Now you're small. Why are you... This is... Like, home. Why are you small? I've seen people like you. Like me? Pixies. Fairies. You're small. I look like this when I'm home. This is... This is normal? Can you... Do that normally? Is that a thing you can control? I want to do that. Just see, like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck like this for now. Um, but this, this is, this is how big I am. Normally. I thought everyone else was, was bigger at home, but it turns out I was in fact smaller. She would have lowered the broom, by the way. She just definitely mm-hmm. not have the upper body strength to hold a broom with an eight pound weight on the end of it for <laughs> five minutes. I mean, I'm still flying, so I wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> What's she's, your training she's jacked. You know, the is just 20 strength. Yeah, now, now it's 20. Yeah, now it's 20. <laughs> she's jacked. Uh... That is astounding. I've I've only heard stories. I like stories. Well, I was very small when my my home was transported from the Feywild here. Are you from a temple? I don't think so. Okay, I heard about one. We of just those. lived in like a couple of tents. Like big tents. Big tents. Yes. In a, like a grove, a a circle of trees. Like a fairy circle. Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to leave the circle. Did you leave the circle? No. Oh, okay. Only when my father and I had to leave. And the circle was here? No, it was, uh, south in Arbor. Hmm. Well, near Arbor, not in Arbor. I think that's where Marcus is from. Right. Your friend. Yes. The one that's captured. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. We'll get him out. I hope so. I told him not to, but he did. He didn't listen to me. But we didn't make a promise, so... I probably should have had him make a promise. Probably. Mm -hmm. Promises are easier to keep than not promises. next time. I've never seen one of you before. I don't remember 
the Feywild. Just the circle. And then we had to leave and came here. Why did you have to leave? And how did you get here? Well, my the dad whole, brought me when whole... I was young. Oh, the circle? Mm -hmm. Did the whole thing move? Mm hmm. Is it still there? Does it go back? I don't think so. We were there and there was a fire and we had to leave, but my mom didn't make it. She stayed behind to fight it off. Did Marcus talk about his home being... Though she said she was young. Yes. It was a long time She's ago. She's not young now. Yeah, this mm -hmm. was a long time ago. She, she's an adult? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is... You just... Uh, yeah, I said she was like 30. I might know that. Yeah. She just, mm -hmm. seeing a fairy, has kind of, like, pulled her mm -hmm. back to the, like, childlike wonderment that with her, like, clearly burned hand and whatever has happened to her has kind of been lost for some time. But seeing you be a foot tall and flying mm -hmm. has kind of you see this like childish wonder in her eyes but my mom didn't make it that's very sad she had to fight it off she could she could do things with fire did she fight fire that's pretty mm -hmm. impressive she could control fire that's pretty impressive too mm-hmm Rin might be able to do something like that. He does a lot of cool things. Is that your other friend? Yes, with the swords. Oh, the one with the makeup? No. That's that's Mr. Pigeon. Oh, okay. He's a clown. The one with the with the cloak and the swords. Do you have a cloak? Yes. <laughs> do you have swords? I don't she was not introduced to any of you. She has no idea who any of you are. <laughs> He's this tall, and I'd fly up to how tall Rin is. How tall? I think he's 5'10. And his hair is brown. Probably about the same. You also have brown hair, right? Or you have like reddish. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's pretty brown, right? It's light. It's closer to like an auburn. Okay. Brown hair. No. Oh, the other one. Okay. Right? You're... Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember what, <laughs> what Brynn looks like. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That one. Yeah. He seemed very nice. He's very nice. He's a young master. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Has she seen me? Who? I was disguised. <laughs> Oh, That's yeah, a good were. point. That's a great me. point. Uh, I want to say that that Murdoch's man also Murdoch man number one. Murdoch man number Ruff, one. Roughly no, no, that no. height with brown roughly hair. Roughly that height with brown hair. No, but no, no. Nothing. I'm describing someone this woman has never seen, and she just has to go along. With it. <laughs> She's just being nice. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, that she knows that it's not Shay, so it logically has to be the other one if it's not the clown. 
or because it's not the cat. Because it would be weird if it was the cat. He has brown hair. And Marcus is also a cat. <laughs> so it leaves the one. I really like Whether the or not, she doesn't know what you look like in actuality, but it has to be you. Across civil elimination, we've, no, we've limited it down. She's just assumed that there's someone she's completely missed. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess so. Okay, sneaky yeah. one. That's written. The young master. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I've never they... heard of that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think he does something maybe with bread? No, not bread. <laughs> you did get bread. <laughs> did you get did bread. get bread. That's a good pull. That's a good, really good pull. <laughs> I can make bread. Bread is pretty good. I bake it. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. You want to see the oven? Yeah. <laughs> she walks over and just like opens this like. <laughs> <laughs> I got her. You no dis- fairies <laughs> in my inn. You have disadvantage on your strength checks now. <laughs> she just like I she do. pulls open this uh, <laughs> this door, uh, and you see that there is flame, like a a, a set of logs on the bottom. Uh, of this like stone oven that has two loaves of bread beautifully baking on a rack on top as the smoke mm-hmm. kind of goes up the they chimney. They smell really out. good. Yeah, they smell great. It's gonna be very good bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Especially if you have some cheese and some honey. I do have those, and she mm-hmm. pushes it closed. You should probably go downstairs before people see you. That's true. I disguised myself as a bird when I came in. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. But someone might come looking for the bird that flew in the kitchen. We'll talk more when you save your friend? Yes, Marcus. Yeah. After you save him, we can talk some more. Mm-hmm. He's taller. I don't fly up to how tall Marcus is. He seems really tall. Mm-hmm. I'm probably making him seem even yeah, taller. Yeah, you, you, like, you're like eight foot off the yeah. ground. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then she moves the stuff out of the way. Go. Oh. Yeah, zip downstairs and she puts it back. And then you come back. Then you come back. So you walk down. There is just Dandelion sitting at a table. On a table. On a table, kicking her legs. (laughs) And you see Shay's door is open. You don't see anybody else. I'll drop the disguise. Mm -hmm. I'll walk over to Dandelion. You able to get here safely? Mm -hmm. Nobody saw you? Oh, uh, uh, Scarlet saw me. Okay. Nobody else, though. She tried to hit me with a broom. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still looked like a bird at the time. But I looked like a bird, so. That was a good choice. Yeah. Very good choice. Mm-hmm. Where's Shimmer? Shimmer's here. Two of them right? chatting, and I would you finish would up out. what I'm doing and sure. step out of the room. Shimmer, yep. Shimmer's here with me, right? Yes. Just like okay. on a chair. Yeah. Okay. He's sleeping on a chair. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Young Master. How you doing, Shay? Doing all right. Did you finish up whatever it was you needed to do? Yes, yeah. Uh, got a nice invitation. Oh. So, speak with a date or? <laughs> What's a date? No. <laughs> like, a, like a fruit? I know what that is. I, I'm not going to take this one. I think this one's yours, actually. You had the invitation, after all. Uh, so it's a, it, it wasn't a date. But a date is when uh, two people go to have dinner, 
and like each other a lot. <laughs> Only two people? I guess it could be... <laughs> I, guess, I guess there could technically be more. Depends that's on what a, you're into. It's a little rarer. Maybe that's a thing in the Feywild. I don't know. We got dinner. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, no, not like that. No. Uh, romantically interested. Oh, okay. Yes. Do you have a word for it? Probably say the Probably. word for, for date in whatever Sylvan. Yeah. Or... I'll just nod at whatever you say. <laughs> yes, that. That doesn't happen that often, I don't think. That seems rare. So what did you do on this not date? <laughs> just talked about establishing trade. Oh. Spoke you... with John Dar. Gotcha. How was that? The... Yes, that the... one. Yes. Why... Why did you go on a date with John Dar? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good question. It wasn't a date. <laughs> we don't like him. I guess I, you can't. It, well, if you don't, it was two people mm-hmm. having dinner. I know. If, no, 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 no. <laughs> I specified romantically you interested. You, 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 you didn't roll high <laughs> off a gun section. You didn't say they had to like each other. <laughs> That's true. You fucking nat 20 me because you're a savage. You only nat 20 me. You know what I rolled. I, I do. Did you make your assumption? We don't like him. I know. He's a, a mean. Point. He's very mean. You should not go on dates with him. I did not go. It wasn't a date. <laughs> I just went as a formality. I was invited. I had to show face, otherwise, there would be suspicion. He knows that I'm traveling with you, for sure. Did he mention it? No. Oh, that's good. I don't know if it is or isn't. Just the two of you? Yes. You didn't just like... No. No, he's well-versed in the arcane. Um, He thought I was somebody else. Someone named Ren. Your name is Ren? No, Rin is my name. Yes, that's what you said. Ren. (laughs) Who's Ren? With an E. Do we know Ren? How do you spell your name? (laughs) R-I-N-N. This is why you should always go by young men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I've, you, you could go I've come to terms with being called uh, young master. Yes, but field mouse. If that might be. Uh, that's probably. Did you physically you pull need. something out to read Drowsy Field Mouse? No, Jamie White took notes. A tiny piece of paper in the gutter that says it. The different the clown list. So no, oh my God. she didn't. Okay, no, that would have been just. Oh, I was gonna, no, I was gonna say sad bird, but I was like, I don't think that's right, and that's correct. That's Murdoch's name. That's no, Murdoch. drowsy, name drowsy field mouse. No, that's that's a slur. Don't say that. <laughs> so he thought you were. That's a lie. Else. Why would you lie to me? That's not a lie. That's the because name of Mr. he's been Pigeon meeting with John. Dunn. I don't like it. It's your clown name. It's not. I'm not a clown. I never no, will be well, a clown. Not right now. No. But perhaps it. I'm not going to join his weird clown cult. Okay, ever. are we going to? You know what a cult is, right, Shay? It's a really bold statement. How many? So anyways, how many you people? No, no, no. We're not going to. We're not going to gloss <laughs> over that. How many people is he clowned? <laughs> can you can you use it in a sentence? Oh, Mr. Pigeon four. has clowned Murdoch and others. Murdoch, uh, Sadbird. 
We have Lamb Chop. Fuck Sadbird. That's my dog. Oh. That's my dog, yeah. Lamb Chop. Uh, drowsy yes. Field Mills. No, I'm not on that list. And, you, you're uh, on the list. Melancholy Mute, Moose. That's that right. one was an extremely appropriate name. That's right, true. <laughs> so, four people. Three, I'm not... On that, you have the a clone moral name. of this story is: had you been using one of your other monikers, perhaps you would not have been confused for someone else. I, I couldn't. You really you you expected me to walk into that office and call myself Drowsy Field Mouse? What's wrong with no, that? Young Master, I think is what I would have gone for. <laughs> I don't see the problem with Drowsy Field Mouse. It seems like a very normal name. You well, you're not from around here. That's true. So <laughs> I didn't have a name before this. So how did you clear it up? The names are awfully similar. Oh, yes. He um, activated a uh, uh, a spell and bathed me in moonlight to reveal Ren's true form. It's sounding sure more and more date? like a date. <laughs> <laughs> now it does sound like date, a date, and but it wasn't. I don't, I don't think. Much, I don't know much about dates, but that sounds like... No, to reveal Ren's true form. He thought I was in disguise. You are Ren. Ren. I That's am Ren. That's what Ren. I said. <laughs> this is bad. Ben. Why have you done this? Got him. <laughs> yes, I'm Ren, but he was looking for Ren, a, a woman That's... that oh. he apparently likes to hide from him, and it's a, it seemed like a game. I don't, I don't know. Understood. Was that a date? If Your it was Ren, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> CMS said he bathed me in moonlight and told me to reveal myself. <laughs> sounds like a date. That to sounds me. like a date to me. You were alone. There was you steak and wine, but we don't need to. I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So I don't. He seems like a complicated person. I don't. I don't know. Did you get your trade agreement after <laughs> such a disappointing revelation? I. I suppose. Uh. I'll probably need to speak with him again. Um, you but... got bread, right? That's... Huh? No, he told me to go stay at the Looking Glass. You do but... know the people that are helping us retrieve Marcus. Want us to remove him from his position. Yes. Why didn't you stab him? Again, he seemed well-versed in the arcane. Better than me. Could have stabbed him while he wasn't looking. <laughs> so anyway, Dandelion, are are you small now, or am I bigger? I think I'm small, but that's a very good question. I didn't really consider it that way. I did before, but now... We should check. Mm. I'll fly so I'm head level with you. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell. I'll just... I'll, I'll tempt it with Mage Hand to just slowly pull you down <laughs> to the ground. I think perhaps you're small now. <laughs> so that's part of the plan? I thought it would be easier. You can fly. I can so fly, and I'm smaller. Certainly no one will look it's a little near the... I don't know how tall the ceilings are in this prison, but if we did get backed into a corner, you could catch them from above. I can also fit in a bag now. That's true. Mm -hmm. Preferably not the bag that lacks oxygen. No. The regular one. And I'll point to the backpack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Danny line backpack. That's very good. <laughs> and I can ride on Shimmer. So I don't really have to, I can fly. I don't think Shimmer's any faster than me, right? No. I doubt it. So were you able to figure out anything about our imprisoned friend during your date? No, I didn't ask. Figured that would give my hand. And he didn't... He didn't indicate that he knew you had been... Nope. Interesting. Shimmer is faster than me. Oh, okay. Very mm-hmm. good. Oh, there you go. 60 feet flying speed. It's pretty quick. So I think we're we're good to go. I don't think it'll... Don't think he knows anything. When do we go? Tomorrow. Be tomorrow night, yeah. Yes. Before... Tomorrow is over, for sure. We have to. Make sure you bring the dynamite just in case. Oh, I'm just gonna smirk at you. Of course I'm gonna bring it. Did you bring the dynamite to your date? Yes. And you didn't just... Shay. Shay. I know... It's that move that Twig pulled. Yes. Back on the ship. Yes, it was good. It's very simple. Yeah, you can also just yank that out. I gave her the stubby one that was just instant. That's why you like you act like you're lighting a candle for the date. (laughs) (laughs) It does kind of look like a candle. See? There was moonlight involved. Dandelion is on my side here. It sounds like a date. Candlelight, moonlight. Dynamite. (laughs) Dynamite. Damn, that's a good episode. Is there any any dinner involved? Yes. It was a date. You really shouldn't date the enemy. (laughs) It's going to make this hard. (laughs) So keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right? Perhaps you should date the enemy more. (laughs) Was he disappointed that you weren't this other Rin? Yes. I'd say so. you think you were? Because of the name. So you admit that they sound similar? Yes, of course they sound similar. That's what I was thinking. Really thought that I was that person and throwing it in his face. Like, ha ha, you couldn't find me. Is that why you had an invitation? I believe so. Hmm. Maybe if we find this friend person they can help us perhaps did you tell you where to find this other Rin no I asked about her but I'm, I'm guessing if she's here she's well hidden maybe she looks like you Think that you were. I'll her. remind you that he said it was a very strange disguise. To you, initially assuming that you were her. Right. I, I I don't know. I mean, we could poke around, but assuming she wants to stay hidden, not gonna reveal herself. I suppose that's fair.
Why moonlight? Couldn't tell you. Unless I can make a religion or history check. Sure. You can make a history check. Absolutely. <laughs> Don? Mm-hmm. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, you know the spell Moonlight. You remember seeing it in a book. Cannot for the life of you remember exactly what it does, other than presumably make Moonlight. But other details, nothing. Can't remember. I mean, I'm assuming it reveals true form of something. Uh, like when you were on Marcus? Right, but I think it's a little bit more involved. Maybe. I don't know. So it's like a sophisticated... Marcus-based disguise. (laughs) Sure. Our disguise was pretty sophisticated, I think. It was, yes. Down to the tattoos. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just going to look at you and laugh. I bet you would make an even smaller Marcus now. That's probably true. (laughs) <laughs> seeing as you're smaller mm-hmm. I don't know if I can I, I don't know if I could still fly as Marcus how would that yeah Marcus how that, I was wings. thinking about that would it just like hide out. your wings mm-hmm. yeah you just, so it just look like you're floating yeah <laughs> it looked really weird transform into Marcus yeah you disguise yourself as Marcus do you hide the wings does Dandelion I guess Marcus wouldn't have wings so theoretically you mm-hmm. would hide the wings yeah you're a foot tall Make a make a history check. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're crayon drawings, but they're accurate to like they're picture. Much, they're much smaller. Yeah, now. they're much smaller, so, like, so it's kind of hard to tell the detail anyway. But they're pretty yeah. good. Did so, you like, size it's... up at all? Did you size up for this? Or did illusion? you stay a foot tall? Or did you <laughs> stay exactly <laughs> the size that you are? So I think with. Disguise self, it is a... It's a foot. a foot. It's a foot, but like I feel like that would be proportional. Wait, how tall are you? She's a foot I'm tall. I'm a foot tall. Right I'm this big. I'm going to say it's So not, are you a one foot Marcus or a two foot Marcus? Okay. I probably wouldn't yeah, try so to So you're a one foot, foot tall Marcus with mm-hmm. very, very small tattoos, but they're all in the right place for the most part. Mm-hmm. You can disappear. <laughs> you can go a foot either way. You can disguise. I'm gonna say that the minimum is a foot. You can't, I can't get because you can't be invisible. I can't go half. Yeah, you can't appear to be zero feet tall. But she could be between one foot and zero feet. Uh, no. There was twelve I, inches in there. Yeah. We, it could it could be a proportional thing, like a yeah, foot I guess for we'll like do, a medium-sized yeah. we'll creature. Proportional then. Break it. Yeah. I think so like you that. can, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. it can be like a a few inches in either direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> Especially with what has happened to you, it mm-hmm. is your physically. Yeah, 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 yeah. that works. Because like doubling my height for with this. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that is really weird. weird. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're right. That's a good point. Damn. So you're a one foot Marcus. Yes, I'm a one foot Marcus. With small tattoos. Mm-hmm. Can you still fly? I'm gonna jump off the table. Yeah, and you just. Floating <laughs> 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 one foot Marcus. It's really weird looking. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> truly fascinating. <laughs> Posture and everything, completely dandelion. 
That's that's it's very a, da- a dainty one foot Marcus. <laughs> just just looks like a small Marcus with fly. <laughs> this could help us. I think you're getting better at the tattoos. I'm certain the guards would be confused. <laughs> yes, how, if how, there was a, a one foot tall flying Marcus. Dandelion, how would this help us? You're very, very small. Yes. Perhaps he tripped one of the magical locks and became one foot tall and learned how to fly. <laughs> it's not it's not impossible. Well, maybe don't fly. Maybe walk. Would this moonbeam correct this? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, correct it? No. Probably not. Reveal the truth behind it. That Marcus is in fact not one foot tall and fly. Most, most likely... Would be my guess. Gonna look extra hard. Making an intelligence check? Nah, not a chance. <laughs> What'd you roll? A four on the die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a one foot tall flying crayon Marcus. That is. Crayon! An, 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 an impeccable doodle Marcus. Yeah, doodle Marcus. <laughs> so I think, you know how when you have like a really pixelated image and you shrink it down? It's less pixelated. It's hyper-realistic, Marcus. <laughs> I think it'd be like a really, like the, like the tattoos would look High more... High Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. 4K. You're right. You're right. 4K, Marcus. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would, look be, it would be a better it's, it's, Marcus. It's a better Marcus than it was when <laughs> a she better was Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> three feet tall. Building a better Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, but better. No, not better than Marcus. A better Marcus than I did the first time. No, no, no. <laughs> You're flying. <laughs> But Marcus is much bigger. Yeah, Just imagining a tiny Marcus in the Peter Pan pose. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you guys want to talk about or prep? Before you go to sleep for the evening, you will still have the next day to receive the thing that you asked for from the character that was introduced as the Wanderer. The creepy man. It does not have a name. Uh, and Peanut Man. The Peanut Man, uh, and speak with the Captain of the Guard, or Captain Emmerich, rather not Captain of the Guard. Uh, that would be the following day. So if there's anything else that you guys want to talk about amongst yourselves in terms of plan, uh, you can. If not, we will have you guys go to sleep. I'm satisfied with my discussion about Tiny Marcus and mm-hmm. the Young Master's date life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do you guys think about all this? All right, in response, all right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're not here. Um. Uh, I would definitely seek out that bread that was baking. Okay, yeah. I would say that she would have brought you some. Cheese and honey. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, everybody eats, goes to sleep. Does she bring it while she's still tiny, Marcus? Yeah. Nice. She does. You're small. And you're Marcus. I don't know who Marcus is. I've never seen him. She's never met. (laughs) That, That sounds like... Mm-hmm. Do I hear this conversation? Yeah, you're there. All right, I'm gonna hide so she can't see me. This oh, is very, fair, this fair, is very fair. important. Yeah, you hear the door opening and you hide. Dude, is everybody else in jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In prison. Good job. I've, I've I've already started the dating arc uh, in Ooh. this campaign. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Nice, dude. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, they they talked about what a date was, and very then good. Paul described <laughs> his meeting with uh, a particular character, and it was. 
a date. Almost exactly what was described as a date. <laughs> Ooh, <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> people Big that had dinner. No, 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 romantically interested. I, I attended it. You, Dude, I don't know what your you, you don't know his insight. Well, I'm just saying. You don't know his intentions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. I hope you enjoyed uh, the, the shorter episode, but it, I, I thought it was a great one. Uh, I had a really good time. It was a lot of fun. Good. <laughs> I had a great time. Right? No problem. Great time. It was a very good time. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Would you just beat him for 20 minutes? Just, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what happened when you on the date? <laughs> nope. Awkward. Yeah. I, you I had complained. a nice <laughs> dinner. He got beaten in prison. Like, oh, dude. We're here for two debates. <laughs> we all want different dates things. And dungeons. I like the dungeon. Ooh, you like the dragons. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's fine. He's a dragon. Friends, thank you. Uh, we'll see you Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern time for the Veiled Forest of Orvigo. Next week on Tuesday at 7 p.m. for Oshwamp. And then next Friday for the Lost Kings of Doris at 7 o'clock once again. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. It was definitely a date. <laughs> the moonlight. <laughs>